Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Before we start, I would like to draw your attention to my weekly email newsletter, Friday Focus. Each Friday, I focus on one topic with one action arising. The link to sign up is in the show notes or head over to amyrolinson.com and sign up right now. Today on Focus on Why, I am joined by Maria Guimarães. Welcome. Thank you, Amy. Thank you very much. And thank you for having me here. Well, we were brought together by the wonderful Olga Gaidana. So thank you to Olga for the introduction. And I am thrilled to have you on here because Portuguese is your main language. English is your fourth language. And here you are doing a podcast interview in your fourth language. That is just fantastic. Well done. Thank you. I will do my best in my fourth language. Yeah, I mean, fantastic. And you've got Spanish and French as well, all fluent. Hats off to you. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> Brilliant. So let's get started. Let's start with a, an easy question. What is it you're doing at the moment, Maria? I am a coach, a NLP coach. I do timeline therapy also and uh, hypnotherapy. So I work with professionals, helping them to overcome uh, issues from the past, uh, traumas from childhood. Um, which many times impact their lives as an adult, uh, impact their professional lives. I had myself that experience uh, in the past for many years. And uh, due to know exactly how they feel and how that uh, impacts their, uh, their professional development, I aim to help them to avoid to take so many years as I did. Uh, to overcome those issues. So let's let's dive into what it was that you felt for all those years. When uh, you have some uh, issues from traumas from uh, childhood, especially um, the first nine years, which is our imprinting age, it's very common that you have in the in, in future as a, as an adult. Uh, issues with confidence, um, not liking yourself, uh, issues with visibility. Um, I used to hide most of the times. Um, and that, as you can imagine, impact, impacts not only your uh, life, uh, personal life as, as adults, but also and hugely impacts your professional life. Because as I did in the past, uh, Go into meetings, you can't say a word because you hide. You don't have the confidence, even if you have opinions, good inputs to give in a meeting. You wanted to do it, but you can't because it's difficult to overcome um, that confidence uh, issue. So that obviously impacts um, a lot in your development. Um, many times you want to apply for a specific role uh, and you can't. You want to uh, ask for a raise, 
uh, ask to move for a different role, apply for a new job, and all that, um, your issue with confidence uh, affected. Your visibility, I used to have, uh, do the good job. On the moment of being rewarded, I was not there because then you need to show yourself. And there was the problem of the visibility, visibility is, is that you hide all the time and that affects all your progression. As a sequence also, if you feel that something holds you back all the time in your working life, that affects also more and more your personal life because you feel you are holding back all the time, you feel you don't have progression, you see others develop and you feel you are always uh, in the same position. So in your mind, that starts growing. And many, many times that become a big um, health, uh, mental health uh, problem because it develops. So at what point did you start to become more visible? What, what was the transition period for you? What happened? I have... Uh, Long story that, uh, in short, um, I can explain that in my case, uh, it started really in my childhood um, because um, I was never wanted as a child. So I always felt uh, from my mother that uh, I used to uh, listen, I should not uh, exist. I should not have been born. Um, the little friends in the school used to ask, uh, why does your mother hate you? So all that obviously have caused a very big issue in confidence. So I never knew exactly how to show myself. That's why I was hiding. I could even in between friends, I couldn't say two words loud because I was always not sure about what to say. I'm saying something wrong. I'm not good to be here. You know, so that went growing and growing because as I said, then it happens the work life. And if it doesn't happen, this doesn't help. And all the rest uh, start to becoming bigger and bigger. And what makes me exactly change was a moment in life after many, many things, after uh, my support in life, that was my dad, uh, had the cancer when I was 13 years old, and I saw him slowly dying for five years. So all that, uh, a few more things after as an adult, a uh, few more um, important persons around me uh, that also unfortunately I had disease and, and uh, also died. Also, there was a point, it's like a glass of water when starts getting full and full and full and one day the water comes out. That happens to me the moment I decide that maybe I should not exist. And I took that decision and I tried to end with my life. I'm glad I didn't, <laughs> because you are listening to me now. Um, so I, the same time I decide to do it, uh, 
something from I don't know where made me stop. And that moment I realized exactly what was happening, what uh, was going on with me. And I realized I needed to have help, which I did ask for. And this is a very important message I wanted to give to everybody is that is not a shame to feel bad, is not a shame to suffer, because suffering helps us to become stronger. But the point is, we shouldn't be ashamed of asking for help, because help is always around there when we ask for it. Happily, that is what I did. I asked for help. Later, I did also some coaching, some NLP, uh, some hypnotherapy. Till the moment, I also decided that with my experience and then the uh, later uh, knowledge, um, I decided I could be also the one to help others and help them, help them to avoid to get the point I did and help them to change their insecurities to overcome those issues before than I did because I took too long. Wow. Well, thank you, Maria, for stopping yourself from disappearing from this beautiful world. It, you know, we, it is definitely a more beautiful world for having you here. So thank you. And <laughs> let's just go back to where you didn't speak as a child that you, you were told that you should not have been born by your mother, which, you know, is a huge imprinting message to be receiving for those early years. And I, I've also uh, an NLP coach and a, a timeline therapy and hypnotherapy master coach. So I, I understand the processes that you are working with now and how powerful they can be. And share with us what the moments were that you you felt when you were you asked for help, what was pivotal for that change in understanding that you no longer needed to be that person that you thought that you were? I I tried for many years myself alone, tried to overcome those issues. The problem is, is many times we can't really can't do it alone. And even if in our mind we think, I know this is past, I know uh, it's not my fault, I know that this just happened to me, but is not me, uh, it's just past of my story, etc., etc. But it's difficult to overcome it alone, because alone, usually we don't know the process to do it, we don't know how to do our challenges. And that's why we need, usually we need some help. Because I understood one moment, uh, and it was when I started developing more, doing uh, my coaching, having the help. I understood that moment that, and I used to say that sentence, sentence now many times, is the moment we forgive our past is the moment we start living our present because that past is always there, and it will be. And even for me, now, I think about it sometimes, and it's still there, because we can't delete it. But the difference is, 
how we look to it. And for many years that passed, even if I didn't want it, I was thinking about that past and it was still hurting. It was still in my present. And only the moment that I could forgive it, because I didn't want it, I was not responsible for it, but I couldn't forgive that that past has existed to me. And the moment you make peace with your past is the moment you really start living your new life. Yeah, absolutely. And what a powerful message to share here. Tell me, most people I have on the on the podcast have for whatever reason or as a result of pain or has been a catalyst for their purpose. And it, it you know, it more often than not has, has been the case. Tell me about your catalyst for your purpose. My catalyst especially was the dark moment of my profound pain, depression, which caused the moment I decide to end with all all of it. And I understand very well how people feel when eventually they have moments of thinking like that. Uh, I don't want to talk about it like if I was if I, like if I am promoting it, obviously not, but I can understand very well the deep pain of somebody that think about an act like that, finishing, ending with, with her own life, because the pain is so, so deep that you lose completely the hope on absolutely everything. And you think as I thought at the time that even if there is something coming for me in the future, I have suffered so much that I don't want to know anymore what could be. And when you get to that moment, you are absolutely hopeless about anything good for your future. So that's why my message is. I think it's important that people can avoid those moments if they ask for help before, you know, because usually we start going on light depressions and being more, that situation being starting to be more deep and we start feeling more uncomfortable. And sometimes those ideas start just growing slightly, growing in our brain. One day we think about it, then we forget it. Then we think, oh, maybe I shouldn't be here anymore. Then we forget it. But it starts, it's like a seed and starts growing and growing. And then sometimes it's a small little thing in the water, the glass of water that makes it come out. You know, so it is, for me, that moment was, was terrible. It was precious at the same time because made me understand, hold on. Is it really this that I'm doing? And was the click that make me stop? But unfortunately, sometimes there is no click and it's too late. So everybody can make one little single step sometimes before is when start feeling 
in not in a good place when start feeling that uh, the pain is starting to be very deep strong please ask for help because the help is always there and is possible and what about the purpose piece maria because you're clearly saying that you don't want this to happen to other people, you, that they realize that there will always be someone that they can reach out to. How does your focus on why come into play now? My why now is exactly helping all the people that feel um, uncomfortable, feel those issues of confidence, feel that don't progress in their lives as they wanted. And they realize that is something with them. Sometimes they don't, they don't identify what it is, but they only feel that this, there is always something that stops them to do what they want, something that holds them back to do little things as uh, speaking in a meeting, speaking with people, looks something so normal. And for people with those issues, looks like a huge thing to do, you know. So my why and that my aim is exactly helping these people, these professionals that struggle with the development to help them identify what the, how the, what the issue is and help them to overcome it with small challenges, with giving them strength to make sometimes little steps of changes, um, of decisions, um, helping them, sometimes just little challenge to go somewhere and have a word, make a sound, show themselves instead of hiding on the back of the door. Can be ridiculous to many people, it is. But for the ones that need, it's a huge step. And there is always somebody available to help them doing that step. I, lo I love the transformation of the visibility here from going from someone who would barely say anything in, in a meeting to now recording podcasts. It's just fantastic. So you are walking the walk and talking the talk, Maria. Absolutely. <laughs> Tell me, what else are you doing to get your message heard right now? Uh, yes, Exactly because you said that now, I can tell the people that from that past that I was not really able to do two words in a meeting with more than two people, I wouldn't say a word, uh, telling that uh, once in my life, many years ago, I lost a job, uh, an offer, a job offer that was one of my dreams at the time. But I needed to do a little specific course for that job, which I did during three months I was doing it. At the end, I just needed to do a little 10 minutes presentation for a small group of 12 people. And I went on the day. My stress was growing, growing daily. I went for that class to do the presentation and the job was mine and I dream it with it. And the day of the presentation, I stopped in the door. And I went back. Then I decided to wait 
calm down, which I did. I was an hour waiting to calm down, and I went back to the room. I stopped again in the door, and I went home, because I was not able to do it, and of course the job was not mine. And this has happened, similar situations, many, many times in my life. So people also lose opportunities that they regret sometimes forever. But after this information, and because you asked me what else I was doing, I am doing public speaking. And I did this year a TEDx talk where I talk openly about my life, my experience, everything from beginning, from the story with my mother, from the all the rage, uh, all the times I heard uh, people asking me why your mother hates you, I talk about it, uh, the disease of my father. Um, I remember too as a teenager, not almost not understanding what was going on, um, thinking many times why that suffering couldn't finish, and then feeling feeling at the same time guilty about being thinking something like that about my father. Why shouldn't finish quick? And same time asking, how can I think something like this? So all this has impacted me so much, and I talk all about in this TEDx uh, talk, something I have dreamed for years and years and years to do. And I always thought that's something that I will never be able to do because I can speak for four people. How come I will at some point speak in public? Impossible. So here I am now telling you that it is possible and my TEDx is available to watch. Amazing. Well, we'll make sure we put the link into the show notes. What was the title of your TEDx, Maria? The title of the TEDx is You Should Not Exist. Wow. That's a powerful line. Uh, I think it is, but it is also the reason people will understand when they will listen to me also saying that suffering is the struggle that makes us mentally strong. And that's why I am here now. And you spoke about making peace with the past. Did you ever make peace with your mother? I did my own, not with her. Unfortunately, my mother passed away uh, during the pandemic. But I have never, never had a conversation with her about this because uh, she never tried to talk with me about. During my childhood, obviously, I never understood why it was like that. I still don't know exactly, but I knew lately as an adult, I knew, I knew that she was she never did it exactly on purpose. So there was probably some circumstances that uh, that cause it. So that moment that I start 
growing up as an adult and understanding that she was not, um, it was not a, a, on purpose. Um, there was probably the cause I did start forgiving. And I often talk about that you should not exist, you should live. Now, it's a slight twist on, on what your thing is. Tell me about the difference between existing and living. Existing is what I was doing for a long time, I think. I was just there, but I was there, as I say, with my past in present. So I was trying trying to make that peace with, not with my mother, but with my past in generally. Why I have a mother like that, why I didn't have a normal family, um, as I used to see many times in the garden, parents uh, playing with the children. I never had that. I never had a kiss from my mother. I never had a hug. I had one only hug from my mother in all my life one single time and it was the moment she told me my father just died so I think for many many years I was just trying going against what I heard in child and just trying to exist but I was not exactly living I was just there around trying to understand all the whys of my life trying to understand how to live with it, trying to understand how to overcome all the results of that, all the consequences of that. But it was the moment that I have really forgive it, understand that that past, it didn't happen. And it didn't happen to me. It did happen for me because it was that struggle, all of them, all of those years, it was that pain that made me who I am today, made me understand. And that's why I can talk with people and deep knowing how the pain feels, how hiding feels, how those suffering feels, because unfortunately, I'm not the one who didn't have what we call the normal family. We didn't have uh, the normal love of a mother, a father. Um, I'm not the only one who lost uh, parents in the way for disease for many reasons. So I can deal with them and they know that I have felt that pain and I know how it feels in our blood. I know how it feels in our skin. And you've reframed your current life now from, from a quite a, a traumatic past. There are people out there who haven't had anywhere close to the trauma that you've experienced. Not that we're comparing, but what I'm saying is, that, is a lot of people have a lack of confidence in themselves due to lots of other reasons, not necessarily the trauma. And it's a case of your your understanding that there are lots of different ways that lack of confidence manifests in today's world. Uh, that is that is when I talk about the traumas is because um, 
for me, obviously, when the cause is a trauma, the reason is more deep. But there is many, many reasons of uh, people feeling lack of confidence, but they can be overcome because the same way as uh, the ones coming from traumas, there is a way of overcoming it. Just ask for the proper help because there is ways, different ways of helping them to, uh, to, to overcome those insecurities. The lack of confidence is an insecurity and there is ways of help with different procedures to help them uh, to try slowly as I was saying before, um, little steps can sometimes look like a ridiculous thing. Go to a dinner with five people and talk during the dinner. This is, many people would say, that's nonsense, but it's not. For the ones who have that insecurity, is not. And I can understand how it is because I felt it. So for them, Doing something so simple like do a depth dinner, it's friends, they don't do you any harm. And you can challenge yourself. And during that day, you decide, I am going to talk today. And it's so simple. It's one small step, a huge step for them, but is a way of starting challenging slowly. And when the dinner finish and they have a normal conversation and they have say, a few words, they will feel like amazing. They have do something super difficult for them. But that's how step by step, slowly, and if possible, with help, they overcome it. And it goes back to that, don't compare yourself to anyone else, just compare to where you were yesterday and see that progress in yourself. Exactly, because a path is done with small steps and each one has one path and for each one of us the steps are different so for anybody who wants to move along that path to take those little steps to increase their confidence in their professional workplace and to stop it from holding them back in whatever way it's currently doing that how could they reach you maria they can reach me um on linkedin they find me as Maria Guimarães, career coach. They can find me on my email, mariaguimarães.uk at gmail.com. They can find my website page is innerskills.com. Perfect. Well, I'll list all of those in the show notes. So if you didn't catch them, they're in the show notes and that's where you can go to get hold of Maria. Maria, thank you for sharing what has been a really personal and traumatic experience. And you have come through it. You've reframed your past. You have forgiven your past. And now you're very much in the present. And thank goodness that you are. So thank you. Have you got some final words for the audience, please? My final words to everybody is please, please make peace with the part of your life that harmed you and shout out, ask help, ask your friends, ask a professional, but make that step. How 
How has this conversation had an impact on you? What value have you received from tuning in? What are your reflections with actions? Please take a moment to leave me an Apple podcast or Spotify review sharing how Focus on Why has made a difference to you today. Remember, the conversation doesn't end here. To keep it going, simply connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook or Twitter or join the Focus on Why Facebook group. All the links are in the show notes. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.